Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Y'all listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. I was talking with my wife, and she said something her father always used to tell her. Just because you can do something don't mean you should do it. I can't tell you how many times I've had to learn that in my life. You know, just because you can do something does not necessarily mean you should do it. I could tell people off oftentimes. But it don't mean I should do it. I could go here and set the record straight a lot of times, but it don't mean I should do it. Well, I've learned a lot in that lesson, folks. And because I have a relationship with my creator, what it's done is it's allowed me to learn even more how to stay still on a lot of issues that's troubling me. I've learned it the hard way. I do want you to understand that that sometimes it's better to be still. Sometimes it's better to just let God handle a situation. And I know it's hard to say because we think as people, but if I do this, I would feel better. If I do this, now they'll feel how I feel. See, but that's not always the best way, though, I've found in my life. Sometimes you got to, like old people used to say, you got to let go and let God. I'm going to tell you something, man. I learned a lot from my mother being a Sunday school teacher. But you know, at the same time, when she was, when I was young, I thought she was just an old, old person just talking to me. I didn't get it. You know how your parents used to talk to you and you didn't get it? And they used to always say, well, wait till you have your own kids. You'll get it then. And sure enough, you got it then. Well, I'm the same way. I'm no different. You know, I don't have no different life than you. You know, I don't have no different upbringing than you. I don't have no different ways that I can live and you can't. You know, I got to live by the 
same laws of the land that you got to live by. I got to obey the principles of success. If I want to be successful, I got to bam. And, you know, and if I want to go to heaven, I got to do what God tell me to do as many times as I can. Now, you ain't going to get it all right, but he understand that. And I just get on with the best I can. But so many times, man, we get stuck right there, man, worrying about, you know, how, how it's going to come across. And, and what I'm, you know, I'm, you know, I'm kind of going around here because I'm trying to find a way to tell you this, that you won't get twisted. The bottom line, you got to let go and let God. You have to allow him to do it his way. See, I thought myself to a certain point, but to go further, I had to let God have it. I found out I wasn't all that good a driver. I found out I wasn't all that good of a explorer with a map. So I had to let go. I had to let God. And you got to understand that God works in mysterious ways. How often had I thought it was over for me? But what God was doing was he was teaching me a lesson. He was showing me something that I needed to know. He was allowing me to experience some things, but he didn't let me go under. You know how they say God had never put more on you than you can bear? He won't let you go under. You know, it's like the scripture that Bishop Omer taught me when I was going through that traumatic thing on the Internet, man. It was really, really, man, trying to destroy what I had worked for and my family and this new life that God had presented me. And the devil is busy. The devil don't like to see you happy. So here he comes. He puts you under attack. And here comes the Internet and everything. And my kids are suffering. But, you know, here, here comes God, though. See, God don't put more on you than you can bear. And Bishop Omer sent me a scripture. He sent me Isaiah 43, 1 and 2. And in that scripture, it says to the effect that you can walk through the waters, the rivers, and the water won't overcome you. But then it said you can walk through the fire and you will not get burned, nor will kindling set upon your clothes. I learned something very valuable that day. See, God sent me through something, but he was showing me something too. Now, he didn't do it. God didn't bring that calamity into my life because in Isaiah 54, 17, it says clearly that if anyone comes against you, it will not be my doing. Now, this is what he promised you when people come for you, though. See, and this is what I learned. That's why I have no fear of the people coming anymore because I learned that. But God had to send me through a traumatic experience in order for me to learn that. You can't have a testimony without a test. You know what I'm saying? You can't learn nothing without a lesson. So what he did was he allowed that internet thing come across into my life, but he taught me something. And Isaiah 43, 1 and 2 was, and you can walk through the fire and not get burned, nor will kindling set upon your clothing. So what that said to me was, even though you're trying to do me and there's fire all around me, I won't burn. But when it's over, kindling won't set upon your clothing. What that showed me was, not only will I walk through the fire and not get burned, but there will be no signs that I was ever in the fire. There's no signs of it. But now hold up, though. Now here go the part, though, that I had to learn. Even though you can walk through the fire, y'all, and even though you're being flames and scorching all around you, if you trust him, he ain't going to let you burn. But now hear what he did not say, though. He did not say that it was not going to be uncomfortably hot, wickedly hot in there. He ain't say that. He just said you won't burn. And when it's over, it won't be no signs that you was in the fire. See, what happened to me was after they tried to destroy me, let me show you what God did for me. Not only did they not accomplish what they set out to do, but when they was through with me, though, when they was through throwing the gas and throwing the fire and throwing the hate 
and writing it and lying and creating all these names for themselves so it could look like more people was hating. When they got through with all that, man, look what he did to me. Look what he did for me because he taught me something that day. And I'm sharing it with you because God will do the same thing for you. But you got to trust him, though. You got to get in there and you got to let him do it. You got to let him handle it. So just like Pop Bridge has taught my wife Marjorie, just because you can do something don't mean you ought to do something. Yeah, you could go down there and straighten them out, but should you, though? Yeah, you can go down there and tell them off. Yeah, you can go down and stand up and make sure they know it's your voice that they hearing. And you can get in their face and make a scene. But should you, though, or should you let go and let God? So before we run all out in the streets and somebody go out there and do something crazy, let's hold tight. I'm not saying don't go out there, but you got to watch who you go out there with. But you can go down there with peace in your heart. Somebody decide, I'm going to throw a brick through here and bust a window. Hold up, partner. Hold up, that ain't what we're down here doing. So see, sometimes, man, you got to let go and you got to let God. You got to let God have situations sometimes. And you get in there and do the things that he tell you to do. See, Bishop Oman taught me a lot. He had another book out and he said, uh, you know, Knowing God's Voice or something like that. I'm not sure of the title. But I never really knew the definition of how do you know it's God's voice talking to you? Well, he clearly made a statement. God's voice has no sin in it. Whenever you talk about, I'm going to show him. I'm going to get him back. If it's sin in it, God ain't in it. See, that's you now. God's voice has no sin in it. So when you say, God told me, be careful, because God ain't never told you to go do nothing wrong. That ain't what he told you. And I learned that too. It's a lot. So I'm just sharing today. I hope it helps somebody today get through a difficult time because the show has helped me. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, the way we're starting the show right now is to introduce you to a man who is suing the music industry for $3 trillion, having claimed to have written every major hit there is, ever was, and probably ever will be. Ladies and gentlemen, Roscoe Wallace with another hit he claims to have written. I was born by the river in a little tent. What? What? I was born by the river uh, in a little tent. Oh. And just like the river running, Roscoe been running ever since. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, all that Sam Cooke never paid me a dollar for that hit right there. I lay claim to that. Another hit. I'll do them every morning. Welcome to the ride, y'all. The greatest, <laughs> greatest of all time, Roscoe Wallace, Shirley Carlin, Tom, Tommy Jr., Mr. Vargas, everybody, just so happy to be here. Uh, get out the way right now, but now you see why they owe me over a trillion dollars. <laughs> Wait a minute, here go yeah. another one right here. Uh, two, uh, two, three, beat it. Oh, Wait a minute. Whoa, beat it. Exit stage left. Hey, I said, be there. <laughs> oh, be, be, be there. 
Really? You had Joe about that. <laughs> Joe Jackson. <laughs> yeah, you had Joe Jackson about that right there. <laughs> anyway, y'all have a nice day. We'll be back with over here tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh man, I love that. <laughs> uh, let me ask you something. Huh? Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, um, first of all, I want to make sure my teammates is all good because, uh, you know, Friday you kind of you kind of got tested with us on Friday uh, about your, uh, you know, you retire and walk away from the show for fifty million, and uh, I, you really, I, can't, I can't do that. Yeah, you, you really yeah. went off on us, and you called us small-minded people. Why we got to be small-minded? Because we can understand how you can't retire for fifty million. Why? Why are we small-minded for that? Well, because see, obviously, you you don't want to do what I want to do when y'all retire. Now that ain't none of my fault. I don't know why what I want to do when I retire. Why? See, I don't want to go nowhere and sit down. What I want to go somewhere and live yeah, and live me. more abundantly. That's how I want to retire and keep being able to do what I'm doing. I don't want to go sit down. Now, if y'all mad at me for not wanting to go sit down, excuse me. Yeah, but you went off on us about that. Yeah, we. we well, I went off on y'all for that because y'all want me to look at how do you get out, be fifty million, and be happy. I don't want to do that. See, the problem is, see, see, I didn't tell you. See, see, when you took your twenty million and you was gone, I ain't say nothing about that. Oh, okay. All right. We just wanted to make sure. All right. Uh, Why you got a problem with me wanting more than fifty to get out? Coming up at thirty-two man, million. God, I mean, thirty-two million. What a man to do to have some friends. <laughs> Coming up at thirty-two minutes after the hour, we'll have the pastors and church complaints right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, time now for the pastors. It is the day after Sunday. You know what that means? Know that we are <clears throat> we <clears throat> pontificiously. Come on here. Come in a glorious, biniferous way, realizing that omnicloriously, we are omnicloriously, we are entitled to the bereavement of the hour. We are here now to gather spiciously for the uh, momentaceousness of the church and all it has to complain about. Go ahead, Deacon. Lord. All right. <clears throat> Let's get down. <clears throat> Excuse me, Pastor. Let's get down to it. Um, <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, we right. just finding this out uh, as of uh, yesterday. They just let them use the phone. The adult Halloween trick-or-treat didn't work out too well. Um, we have eight members in jail, two Spider-Men, a Chucky, two Jay-Z's, and three ladies dressed up like SWB. Uh, they was going door to door. Yeah, they was going door to door asking for margaritas, uh, money, and, and sexy favors. They've been in jail for about a week, and now they need somebody to post bail. Once again, Pastor, we got, um, what do we got? We got two Spider-Men, a Chucky, two Jay-Z's, and three ladies dressed up like SWV. These are all members of the church path. Well, right. one of them should have been attorney Benjamin Crump look like to me. <laughs> but seeing as how they didn't think they had to dress up with some damn help, they on their own. Church can't go down there. We don't go down there for Spider-Man. We not going down there. All right. Damn sure ain't die. going down there for a little white dog named Chucky. That's a damn sure. Mm. All right, let's see if you can fix this situation. Uh, we got an ancestry situation. Seems like 
the Masons and the Jenkins are all kin to each other, which kind of explains, you know, they problem. Uh, how you want to sort this out, the Masons and the Jenkins here at the church? I don't, I don't, what, what, I don't understand the problem. So they related. Uh, what, 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 they re- but they, yeah, that's not, they all, one of them ain't Jenkins and one of them ain't Masons, evidently. I don't know. But this, this I don't seems understand like what you're saying. They, they two separate families, as you said. Is any of the Masons and the the Masons and the Jenkins married? No, was my yeah, question. a couple of it's all been in a twisted. That's a, that's oh, a few well, of that, them is, that explains why uh, uh, the two forty kids is still in uh, Bible study. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, but they wear uh, adult clothing. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay. Mm, mm. Yeah, Ain't nobody. Uh, oh, so that explains why Earl, Earlene's boy, uh, Juniper, mm-hmm. is still in the second grade. What's his name? What? Juniper. <laughs> He's still in the second grade. Mm. Yeah. He's 24. He's 24. He's good and grown. Bless his heart. Bless his Juniper. heart. Well, now we know what didn't happen. Go ahead, Deacon. Let's just stay out of that. Not, let's let's right. not make that church business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, this is, mm-hmm. this is a rougher one here, Pat. Lenny the Pimp. Lenny, Lenny the oh, Pimp. Oh, Lenny, my man, all right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, he started his own business. Uh, Hordash is off to an amazing start. Oh. But uh, he wants you to come lay hands on the girls and, and give it your blessings. Now, Lenny, you know I can't do that. <laughs> Bless your heart, Lenny. As hard as we've been praying for you to get you to, and then you're going to come up with Hordash. Quite catchy if you ask me, but I can't lay hands on that, not on Hordash. A mess. Because I've heard nothing like it. Ain't, ain't, ain't nothing in the world like getting anything you want to eat. Anything. Wow. <laughs> And I'll tell you one thing, one of the girls uh, has combined it and like some like she worked for Uber Eats. And sometimes she'll go up and just I heard her say to one of my neighbors, you want anything other than what's in this bag? And I and, and a lot of it are kinda like surprise. So it's an interesting concept, Lenny, but I can't come down and lay my very, hands on that. Very. But I would, would like to know more about the service, though. How it cooked. Would like to know more. What, what's on the menu at Hold Down? <laughs> Clap for it, Pat. Amazing okay. concept, poor Dash. Mm. Uh, uh, <laughs> they dash them right on over there. Uh, let's see. Let's keep moving here, Pastor. Uh, let's see what we got. All right. Brother Darwin Phillips lost his job. Uh, he told his boss, a white guy, instead of setting the clocks back an hour, can they set it back before slavery? And then that's when the argument Ooh. started. So What? <laughs> Yeah, that's what uh, brother Darwin Phillips lost his job. He told his boss, a white guy, he told him instead of setting the clocks back an hour, why don't y'all set it back before slavery? And then they, nah, he didn't got fired. But so he's looking for help uh, to stay on his feet till they get another job. I don't really know what made him say that, <laughs> knowing that that cannot happen. <laughs> 
Yeah, I understand. Uh, moving along, Pastor. Yes, thank you. I don't really know what to say <laughs> yeah. to that. Uh, Will and Jada, you know what? what? I'm, 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 never mind. It's just too confusing. We're not going to even do this today. Uh, let's move along. Uh, this is an issue. Uh, <laughs> there's an issue with the chicken place that we're going to use for the annual luncheon next week. Now, Sister Roxy... Sister Roxy Davis said, Chick-fil-A is nothing but KFC that has accepted Christ as their Lord and Savior. Um, <laughs> that's all it is. But she said, you decide, Pastor. Chick-fil-A, um, KFC, or Popeye. <laughs> After that statement right there, uh, why would I not choose Chick-fil-A? <laughs> we gotta I'm not going to go. mess around and go to hell mess around picking Popeye. That's a damn thing. Up next, ask the CLO Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll talk about rapper Travis Scott's Astroworld Festival in Houston. Oh, boy. What a sad story right there. We'll talk about it, though. But right now, on a lighter note, we're going to get to ask the CLO Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building for your love questions. This one is from Barbara in D.C., Barbara writes, I'm a single woman in my mid-40s, and I have been waiting for my boyfriend to propose. He said he's going to do it, and I want him to stop dragging his feet and do it. I went in his drawer while doing laundry, and I found a ring box, but no ring. I couldn't help but ask him what happened to the ring. Now he's upset and said I ruined the whole thing. How can he turn this on me when he's been teasing me with a proposal for two years? Because why would you go in there and say you found a ring box? Why would you do that? You didn't think it was getting close then? Right. And now you done ruined the whole surprise? Yeah. What's, what's wrong with you? <laughs> so, you know, yeah, he didn't turn it on you. You created this yourself. Yeah. You went in his drawer, found the ring box, and then come in there, where's the, what's where the ring at? Damn, you done messed up the surprise. Yeah. True statement. Sorry. Yep. Why are you all in his stuff? Be patient. She was doing laundry. Whatever. Yeah. I got all of that. But you, if you found the ring box, most women would go, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And put it back. And then went over there and sat down and been bubbling. Thank you. Now, if it had took two weeks, the bubbling would have turned into an eruption. But whatever. <laughs> Wait it out. Wait it out. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Shit. Size could have been getting some more stones put on. It could have been doing anything. Anything. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. So Sherry in uh, Doraville, Georgia says, I'm 37 and I'm married to a man that was in a band for 11 years. He's 35 now, and he's trying to start up his band again. He's been working on original music that he wrote in hopes that he can get a deal with a record label. He has a decent voice, but I wouldn't say he's a singer. Uh, He finally let me hear what he wrote, and it was a rap song with explicit lyrics. I think he's a bit old for this, but I'm not a dream killer. How do I handle this nicely? Send a tape to me. (laughs) <laughs> I kill a dream <laughs> I kill a dream right off the bat yeah. first of all you got a band when last time a band got signed mm-hmm. number two he old number two he can't sing it's just so much going on here now of late you can get record deals without being able to sing but you was in a band for 11 years now you gonna start it back up 
I mean, man, good luck to you. You know, I, I can't tell you not to support him in all this here. It could hit. It's unlikely, but it could. But if it's in his heart to do it, he going to do it. I ain't no really no dream killer. But please send me that tape. I can tell him <laughs> if he needs to pursue this any further. So should, how should she handle it nicely? Just send the tape. Has anybody heard this other than me, baby? Anybody? Uh, uh-huh. Steve gonna be the Barry Gordy. Uh huh. What do your brother think? Put him on blast. What does your brother think? Yeah. Because your, your brother tell you the truth. <laughs> Most if you if you want to find out what your idea sound like, to get tell your brother. <laughs> it keeps it 100, your brother. Yeah. All right. Uh, Benita in Detroit says, five years ago, my husband found out he has an outside child. His child is 10 years old now, and my husband is doing all he can to make up for lost time. His son is very shy and has trouble making friends. So I arranged a small get-together at our house and told him to invite a few friends. No one showed up, and he was very sad. My husband blames me for doing too much and making it worse. Uh, how do I get him to see I was trying to help? Uh, you were trying to help. Yeah. Can't help it because your little boy ain't nothing. Yeah. What? No, I mean, he ain't got no social skills. You done seen this before. Hell, I've been a little boy up at the school without no friend. I know what it's oh, like. Yeah, ain't no like that. I studied. Yeah, yeah. Big lip, big nose. You know, you got them them type of credentials, and you stutter. You ain't gonna have no friend. Mm-hmm. But the only thing that... saved me, my ass show. I could play everything. That's the only thing saved me. And I ain't got to be able to study and don't work on basketball court. So, cause, yeah. Cause all yeah. I gotta do is just grunt, and make sounds anyway. Pip, 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 pip. The ball be on the way. They know I'm trying to say pass. <laughs> So no trash talking. They know talking, what I was but... trying to do. Well, hell no, not what I studied. You so <laughs> you could do it. You 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 so they done called me about four or five names by the time I got it out. <laughs> but what about her husband though, Steve, saying she's making it worse? She tried to help. It's what uh-huh. she did. I know. I know y'all trying to find a way to help. They had a little something at the house. Invite your friends. Ain't nobody coming over to talk. Ain't nobody, nobody come over to the house people they don't like. <laughs> yeah. Mm-mm. So maybe she can try other ways. Yeah, you got to take him to people's house. Mm-hmm. Take him <laughs> to places. Mm-hmm. Let him show him how other kids interact. But you, you're not mad at her husband for doing what he did, saying what he's, he did to her? Yeah, he's stupid. That's what yeah. I'm saying. He wrong yeah. for that. He All she was doing was trying to help. Just say, look, I was just trying to help. But I'll mm-hmm. tell you what. I know you're trying to have a relationship. I'll stay back. If you need me, let me know. He going to need you because he ain't going to know what to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But you're trying to turn this little boy into a social butterfly. That ain't finna happen. <laughs> Poor baby. All right. Moving on. Tara in Indiana says, I got married and my husband has issues with wearing my clothes. I thought the woman was supposed to wear the man's clothes, but he wears my house slippers, my robe, and my T-shirts. What? Yes, he has a small frame, but he's tall, so he's able to wear my stuff. He said the idea of wearing my clothes is a turn-on for him. I want him to stay out of my closet, and how can I keep him out of my things so our marriage will survive? Careful now. Hmm. 
Well, lady, okay, well, I'll try to be careful, but let me just tell you, I'm not going to be able to help you. Oh. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Because That's I've never been question. in my wife's closet trying on clothes. Uh-huh. And the main reason, I know you say he's small frame, but how small is he? Mm-hmm. Well, small enough to fit no. Well, you know, is is this really your man, or is this just your baby? Because oh. see, something going on right here. Because I can't wear nothing, Marjorie got not a damn oh. thing. And the day that me and Marjorie's wearing the same size, that's probably the end. Our marriage about over right there. <laughs> I'm not saying she can't get bigger, cause she can't. She can't get this damn big. <laughs> she can't. She can't be me. <laughs> That's yeah. not yeah. fitting to happen. What you're not fitting to do is something that I, I'm trying to slip her blouse over my head and that's round my neck look like a choker. It, it, just, it, just, it just ain't no way. It just ain't no way. I wish I would put on a pair of her panties. Slide them panties up on me look like I got on a Band-Aid. <laughs> just slid some panties up in my wife had on looking like a little Band-Aid over here. Man, I can't, I can't help you. about you? you. Well, it is when you write the CLO. I don't know. (laughs) All right. Thank you, CLO. We got to go. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment news for you right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Such a sad story out of Houston, guys. Eight people died and hundreds were injured in a stampede of fans at rapper Travis Scott's Astroworld concert in Houston. This happened Friday night. The first night of the Astroworld Festival drew a crowd of about 50,000 people to uh, Energy Park. Uh, Fans started just pushing toward the stage when Travis was performing, causing panic in the crowd. Security and medics had to rush in to rescue people who had been trampled and crushed or had passed out. And the show was eventually stopped. The second night of the show has been canceled. Travis Scott issued a statement on Saturday pledging his total support to the Houston Police Department. Take a listen. I just want to send out prayers to the to the ones that was lost last night. We're actually working right now to identify the families so we can help assist them through this tough time. My fans really mean the world to me and I always just really want to leave them with a positive experience. And any time I can make out, you know, anything that's going on, you know, I, you know, I just stop the show and, you know, help them get the help they need, you know? Um, I could just never imagine the severity of the situation. Uh, we've been working closely. Uh, we've been working closely with everyone to just try to get to the bottom of this, the city of Houston, HPD, fire department, you know, everyone, uh, you know, help us, help us figure this out. So if you, if you have any information, you know, please just contact your local authorities. Everybody continue to just keep your prayers. I mean, I'm, I'm honestly just devastated. And I could never imagine anything like this just happening. And I'm gonna do everything I can to keep you guys updated and just keep you guys informed on what's going on. <sighs> Love you all. Wow. Rapper Travis Scott, yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, he he's taken a very proactive stance, which I think is 100% the most powerful way I've ever seen anybody address anything. He didn't address it in print. He spoke. This is the most powerful way I think mm-hmm. it could be addressed, and I applaud him for addressing it like that. Most mm-hmm. people just release a statement through their right. lawyer or their publicist, and that's it. For this young man to come out and verbalize it, 
and put his heartfelt in it. Mm-hmm. I think that's 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 going way beyond what most other people do. You ain't heard a word. Uh, I, is there any videos on anybody else? To what like like I'm, I haven't heard it, but I haven't heard a message from Alex Baldwin on the set when that tragedy happened. I hear statements coming from people. That's why I'm saying what this young man is doing is, I think, very, very special and rare in this business because they never, your publicist and lawyer will tell you not to open your mouth, issue a statement and go sit down. For him to say this, let me know if you know anything, I'm trying to reach out and help the families. Uh, That's above and beyond, man. It's tragic what happened. I, I couldn't believe it when I heard it. Yeah, I said it's what? Because so so but I mean, there was no violence. I mean, yeah. there wasn't doing an act of violence. It wasn't a riot that broke out or nothing or a fight, from what I understand. It was like trampling, man. It was trampling. It's just the yeah. pushing in the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Travis Scott is a rock star. And oh, for sure. You're he right has, you know, a big following. His fans. So Huge. the concert, you know, it's that rock style type of concert where the fans are standing up and they're gathered and he just didn't know like he said in his own words the severity of what was happening Mm -hmm. in that moment so it's just really sad he does a lot of good work for the city of Houston a lot of humanitarian work and so he did it all week leading up to the concert he was going around school districts giving back and donating money so he's always giving back to the city so it's just really, really sad right and normally his concerts are just about fun and music you know right. fun and music i don't i don't i don't understand a 10 year old being at an event like this that just seems that, too young yeah. to me i don't that get was that a point. poor decision for a 10 yeah. year old child to yeah. be yeah. I, yeah I don't know it seems like his special guest was drake and then yeah, right the, the people tried to bum rush to see Drake more, mm-hmm. the stage area. So it's just, it's really sad though, Steve. Now, Houston Mayor uh, Sylvester Turner called for law enforcement, federal organizer, Live Nation, and the venue to explain how the event got out of control. Um, there was a Houston police chief, Troy Finner, said a security guard who was reaching out to restrain a concert gorg reported that he felt a prick in his neck and then he felt unconscious. On-site medical staff administered Narcan to revive the security guard and medical staff did notice a prick that was similar to a prick that you would get if somebody was trying to inject you. Officials say they are actively investigating to find out what actually happened. So this will be an ongoing investigation, many, many levels to this whole situation, many levels. Well, you know, and whatever happens, I mean, Mm -hmm. uh, I just think it it happened in the crowd. I don't think um, Travis Scott's not on stage uh, firing up the crowd to do a certain thing. Unlike we've seen people get on stage and incite the crowd to do things, January 6th. Go down there and take it Mm -hmm. over. Now Mm -hmm. you are now responsible for the crowd going to do something. Travis Scott is Mm -hmm. just performing, but like you'll say, he's of rock star status. They be jumping and chanting Mm -hmm. and whatever they're doing, and it got out of hand. Mm -hmm. Uh, I didn't know. I didn't. uh, I didn't know a ten year old got hurt. I didn't know that. I didn't know. Yeah, fourteen year old. Really sad and and among the deceased. Story, of course. 
All right, coming up, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here's a question for you guys. Would you cheat for a billion dollars? Would you cheat for a billion dollars? It's a question, a viral TikTok video. I saw that video. uh Uh-huh. It's causing couples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me get through it. For a billion dollars? A billion with a B. A viral TikTok. There's no way I'm cheating for a billion. (laughs) A billion? All right, listen. A viral TikTok video is causing couples to have a very awkward discussion Understandably so. In the clip, a woman asks her boyfriend if he would cheat on her for one billion with a B dollars. He answered yes. And then doubled down, doubled down on that answer, saying he would do it for a hundred thousand dollars because quote he went too far there. Well wait, wait, wait. Understand his reasoning. He said he would do it for a hundred thousand dollars because it's for us, baby. Yeah. It's for us. For the family. It's the empire for the family. Yeah. Uh-huh. I took it so for the team. So let me ask you a question. So let me ask you a question. Would you what? cheat for a billion dollars? You're, You're asking, asking us, the married yeah. people. No, no, I'm asking. No, I'm, I want clarity on this question. Yeah, this okay. is it. Does she have to know? <laughs> That's like that movie, Indecent Proposal. Remember? Uh-huh. Moore? <laughs> Woody Harrelson. Probably. I don't Steve, now. This is interesting because that's your number, a billion. It's, this is an interesting question. Why is he blinking on the I screen? Know. This is what you're. I don't even know what the discussion is about. This is your goal. Yeah, exactly. Well, you, I don't even know what you, nephew. <laughs> I'm going to do this right in front of you. You're going to have to understand this. <laughs> you have to you take this for the team. What, <laughs> you got to understand what we're doing right here. Yes. yes. Okay? Yes. I love that, Tom. And I'm, Send I'm them kids upstairs. Time. Let me go and get this over with, man. We, we got to get this. <laughs> I got to go to work, Tom. Let's yeah. get this yeah. money. Matter of fact, dollars. you can coach me through this. Go Wait, ahead. hold on. Because uh, the, our, our, our fearless leader is awfully quiet right now. Mm. I know he better be naked when he said that. Well, he I'm, I'm, I'm struggling only in the regard of this. Mm, does she have to know? If I had a billion dollars mm. without who I love and who I really enjoy my life with as I have now, would I still enjoy my life? Because uh, I have discovered something. Okay. And I'm not trying to be cliche-ish, but money can't buy you happiness. It can buy you a whole lot of right. things. But, but happiness is not one of the things I can do. And right now, I find myself in the middle of happiness. I don't have a billion dollars. A but billion. I'm happy, and I have <laughs> hey, a man, billion you, dollars. Because I'm got saying, to quit looking at me like that. Hold on, Tommy, <laughs> you got to about. quit looking at me like this. We can come back and discuss yeah, this. Please. Money can't buy you happiness. I'm finna buy every damn thing All it right. do buy though. We we'll, we got to take a break. We'll find out what Steve's answer to the question: Would you cheat for a billion? Right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, uh, the question's on the table. It is out there. Would you cheat for a billion dollars? This came from a viral TikTok video causing couples just to have this conversation. Um, This one woman asked her boyfriend, would he cheat on her for a billion? He answered yes. (laughs) <laughs> no hesitation, even yeah. doubled down saying he would do it for 100000 because, quote, it's for us. 
the empire. I like that's, it. That's really some great logic. Uh-huh. It's for us. Well, so, all of us so on the show, yeah. A billion would allow me to retire completely forever mm-hmm. gone. Uh, this is about your future? Your yeah. retirement. Yeah, this is this is this is okay. all in. This is bye to everybody. This is signing off. Yeah. This is uh, we get it. Uh, 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 closing down IG, Facebook. <laughs> oh, this is uh, thanking ABC. This is uh, you know, <laughs> return on your investment. Having a clear conversation with our heart. This is uh, <laughs> going into Fremantle and. <laughs> Talking with it's them and calling up Denmark Mercury, the distributors. I got a lot of people I got to talk to. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, it's about uh, you know shutting down offices I have open. It's like I got to I got to get the lease spaces. It's just so much I have to do. So yeah. So what is your answer? Marjorie said it's okay. Begrudgingly. Begrudgingly. You would ask her before you did it then. Well, I mean, it has to, it's between the couple, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So you, you, you're uh-huh. saying you have to get permission from you're, your spouse. Yeah. Before oh, you now, make- if they don't know when you get the billion dollars, <laughs> I'll, I'll have to explain where I got the billion from. Yeah. I, later. Yeah. Way later. Oh, but let me tell you something. The lie you fit in the here, though. <laughs> gonna be worth a billion. Go. And I'm telling <laughs> you right now, if I just show up with a random billion, uh, you better believe it's going to have something to do with cryptocurrency. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, so did you ask yeah. Tommy, Shirley? Uh, uh, I'm going to ask Tommy. Junior. I'm going to ask Junior and then I'm going to Oh, okay, tell. okay. Yeah, Junior, come on, Junior. Would you cheat for a billion dollars? First of all, I ain't married. I don't look at it as cheating. No. Oh, okay. So that's clear. a yes. That's a yes. <laughs> yeah. So let's reduce your number. You're dating this girl, Junior. Uh-huh. Would you cheat on her for 50000 No. Uh, no. What? Yeah. Come on, man. Tell me. Why what? I can't. Tell me, I'm making more than 50, yet. dog. I already got come that. Come on, boy. There you go. <laughs> man, come uh-huh. on, dog. What you talking on, about? Boy. I'm cheating for somebody. I already happiness. Right. Yeah, for One million. I, well, hey. Hey, we, we, we here. <laughs> okay, you, you tripped me up right there. <laughs> hey, Julie, y'all tripped you up. <laughs> oh, oh. So, so your answer is yes? Your answer is yes. I ain't taking a long sure. time to say no. Five million. Yeah. Five million, Julie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, we finna have an argument in here. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be an argument in here. Your black ass just cheated for five million. Well, we ain't have it. <laughs> I did what I All had right, to do. All right, Junior. Yeah, I All did right. what I had to do. It's for Shirley, us. Shirley, Moving on. For, for one billion, yes. Yes. You gonna ask me? Did you want for one hundred million, Shirley? One hundred million. Yes. He still was Shirley. Carla. Yes. I'm twenty million. Yes. Fifty million. A hundred million, now. Carla. Yeah, yeah, okay. hundred million. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, come we on. We just got come to go on, through Jeffrey. therapy and counseling. We'll be all right. Yeah, and, and <laughs> forgive ask so the bad. Lord for forgiveness, for forgiveness, all and all that. Oh, yeah. 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 No, I, w- I won't even have to go to the Lord for forgiveness because He gonna know I I said yes to this long before I told y'all. <laughs> 
See, you already you can't had do cheated this. in your See, heart. You don't, don't, don't drag the Lord into foolishness. It, it is. All right, Lord, I'm going to go down here and do this, but forgive me. Tommy, here's the number I'm asking you. $25 million. I'm doing anybody. <laughs> anybody? Anything about it. The old lady at the church. Nas, Lil Wayne. I don't give a damn. Who that Bootsy? I'm doing anybody. <laughs> we got to go. Coming up more of this ignorant show. <laughs> the nephew with the prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, well, about four minutes after, I'll... I'll uh, give you my strawberry letter for today. It is the title, He Got Fired and Put Out of the House. Uh, We'll get into that, but right now the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? Can your wife help me with my thesis? Can your wife help me with my thesis? Let's go, cat dog. Hello? Hello, uh, I'm trying to reach... Yeah, who, who is this? Hey, my name Ellis, Alice, man. Uh, is this uh, uh, is this Daryl? Is this a husband? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is me. What's hey, up? Hey, how you doing, man? Listen, I um, my mother's Miss man. She goes to church with uh with with your wife's mom, Miss with uh with mother. And uh, I'm actually in med school, man. And uh, they told me um, uh, your your wife she's a she's a she's a nurse. Is that right? Yeah, 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 yeah. She she's a nurse. But you say you say your mama go to church with my wife's mama. Right, right. My my mother's Margaret. She goes to church with uh with with, with mother. Oh, okay then. All right. Uh, what well, well, I was calling y'all for, Daryl, man, if you didn't mind, I wanted to. Uh, I'm I'm going. I'm getting ready to do my thesis, man. I'm doing my thesis for the end of the year, uh, end of the semester, man, for um med school, and they, and they told me your wife, you know, that uh might be able to help me out. So I, I was hoping I could talk to her for a second, if you don't mind. Yeah. Uh, hold hold on, real quick. All right. Hold on. Okay. I want to talk to you about. Um, his mama go. You wanna talk to you? Who is this? Hello. Hello. Hey. Yes. Hey, how you doing? My name is Ellis. My mother uh, she go to church with your uh, with your mother. Uh huh. And they they gave me your number that you might be able to help me out with some stuff. I'm I'm in med school right now. I'm studying to be a gynecologist, and uh, that you might be able to help me out with some things. And I, I wanted to reach out to you if it was cool. Okay. And what's your name again? Ellis. And your mom goes to church with my mom. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. What? So, what so can listen, I help you? What, what, I, what I'm doing is I'm doing my thesis, and uh, you know this is the this is my big end of the year exam. Uh huh. And what I'm doing is I'm making my thesis a video, in opposed to a report. Okay. So uh, everything is going to be on video. So what I'm trying to do is actually get a time where I can hook up with you and maybe examine you and get all that on video. So you say you want to videotape me? Do- what kind I, of exam did you take? Uh, I will be giving you a. a, a, a you know, and I put you, you know, your legs in the stirrups and all that, and just video me doing the actual examination on you. You want to video? Maybe he want to videotape him giving me a. Hello, hey, say, what you talking about? You want to do what again, dude? Uh, well, we got, see, I'm working on my thesis, man, and what I'm doing, my thesis is gonna be a video. So I'm gonna actually video myself giving your wife a. What you talking about? You want to videotape my wife giving a. 
Tommy. Man. Yeah, my mama, my mama go to church with her mama. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we just, I'm trying to work, I'm working on my thesis, you know, just trying to, uh, man. Uh, man, just trying to get this grade, you know, in the semester, trying to make it happen, you know, so, yeah, if you don't mind, I want to video, uh, yeah. Just, what, you know, Steve? It. What? <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm just amazed <laughs> at the level that he'll go to for yeah. these pranks. Somebody... And I'm not gonna be able to save him. Somebody, some, somebody gonna get to him before he say, <laughs> mm. "This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show." Somebody gonna get to him for that, <laughs> or somebody gonna after that gonna go. You know what? I've been thinking about this prank and the way it made me feel over the years. And my blood pressure did go up, and I had to have several stents put in my chest after that phone call. When huh? I see him, yeah, yeah, it's gonna get that serious, yeah. yeah. When I see him, I'm gonna hurt him, and that's what I'm afraid of. Mm. Somebody with stents mm. gonna whoop my ass? 
Well, <laughs> it ain't the stench that's going to whoop your ass. It's the cause of the stench that's going to get the ass. Because <laughs> <laughs> one of these people going to have a heart attack on this phone talking to you, man, because you go yeah. to the hope not. Oh, that no. I don't want. No. That I don't want. <laughs> Uh, I try to make sure they are right before I get out. I, I think I you to... pulled out of that one just in time. Yeah, it could have went seconds. another left. Yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. about another minute, I think I'd have been on the other side. Of it. Like, you know, knowing when to stop. That's the key. Knowing yeah. when to stop. Nervous, man. Wow. That's what makes you the king. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Heard that uh, so many times in people's <laughs> lives. Knowing, what, knowing when to stop. <laughs> yeah. I'll just say this. I didn't plan on any of my kids. <laughs> Stop that! Yes, you come can. on. Uh, no, I, I, dog, I didn't. <laughs> come on. You will just say anything that comes yeah. to your head, won't you? Oh, in his head. No, listen to me. I've told all my kids this. None of you were planned. <laughs> listen to me, y'all. A woman came up to me and said, "I'm pregnant." Every and, time. And, and and in my mind, I went, "Oh hell no." Then, and then after that, I went, oh, my God. <laughs> Sit down. Are you okay? But the first the first reaction in my head, I ain't said I lied, but, oh, hell no. Uh, yeah, when the twins out, was yeah. born, oh, hell no. I wasn't even working. Two people? Two people? Oh. I ain't even working. And I didn't even know it was twins at the time. They've Turned out to be. When My oldest son was born. <laughs> what? Hey, <laughs> right, I got to jump in. I'm going to be at the Ramona Pavilion Ballroom this weekend, Friday and Saturday. Jacksonville, Florida, baby. Nephew coming to town. That is Friday, Saturday, 12th and 13th. Nephew Tommy and Friends Comedy Show. You don't want to miss it. Ramona Pavilion Ballroom. Two Friday, two Saturday. Two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. Tickets on sale. Got a few of them left right now. All right, thank you, nephew. Coming up next, Strawberry Letter's subject, he got fired and put out of the house. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter, and if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now, and you never know, it could be yours. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, he got fired and put out of the house. Dear Stephen Shirley, I was married for six years to a man that I didn't even want to be with at first, but he pursued me heavily and I gave in. After he proposed to me, I waited three years to marry him, and I guess it was my intuition because I had second thoughts about getting married up until my wedding day. Looking back on things, the signs were there that he was a cheater, but we had sex three to four times a week, and I was naive enough to think that would satisfy him. Whenever he was in the bathroom, he locked the door, and he'd be in the shower a very long time. His phone was always in his hand or in his pocket, and he stopped wearing his ring and told me he didn't want to damage it at work. But I found out that he's a liar that lies about everything. Here's what happened. He works as a logistics supervisor for a delivery service, and he had a driver that didn't show up. So he had to cover the delivery route himself, 
And uh, he was driving a company vehicle, and he stopped by a woman's home, and her husband came home and caught them having sex. They got into a fight in the front yard, and the lady called the cops. My husband had weed on him, so he got arrested. I didn't even know he smoked weed. He got fired for having the marijuana in a company vehicle. I went to the jail to bail him out, but I heard what had happened, so I left him there. He got out the next day, and all of his clothes and personal belongings were packed up in his car, and I put the car on the street. I told him to leave and never come back. When I saw him at a divorce mediation, he got so mad that he admitted to having several women on the side. How could he ruin my life like this? Will I ever be able to trust a man again? Please advise. Listen, let me tell you something. Uh, You should be thanking God right now that you got out of this mess and that God got you out of this mess. This marriage was a disaster from beginning to end. You said in the letter you didn't want him in the first place. Uh, you, you knew up until your wedding day that, that this was the wrong thing to do. And you're right, three to four times a week was putting in work. Uh, so please do not blame yourself. Don't blame yourself. Let, let's face it, your husband was stupid. I mean, you, you didn't know it at the time it was happening, but he, he did a lot of stupid stuff. I mean, what gave him the idea that he could do all this and, and never get caught and then get mad and tell you about it at the divorce mediation to what, make you feel even worse, you know? Well, he did finally get caught, and that was a good thing for you. I will say that again. Um, it was like he wanted you to find out because he really got careless with the marijuana and the company vehicle, with being over this married woman's house. I mean, that was just crazy. Um, It's going to take a little time. Uh, You ask if you'll ever be able to trust a man again. It'll take a little time. But I say go on, get out, you know, get back out there and date. If you allow yourself to open up when it comes to the right one and when the right one comes along, uh, you can begin to trust again. But you need to trust yourself first. You said you had second thoughts. And that was an important sign that you missed. So please don't take your bad marriage baggage into your new relationship by complaining, you know, uh, to all the men and comparing all the men to your your low-down husband. This time, you know, just be better at believing and acting on those warning signs because they are there. Steve? He got fired and put out the house. That ain't even what this letter about. This is the worst subject we've ever had. Because this ain't got nothing to do with him getting fired or put out the house. This letter is about something totally different. I don't... Ma'am, you was married for six years to a man that you didn't even want to be with at first. Okay. But he pursued you heavily and you gave in. After he proposed, you waited three years to marry him. I guess it was my tuition, my intuition. Because I had second thoughts about getting married all the way up until my wedding day. Oh my God. So your five alarm fire bells alarm, which is your intuition, has been going off from day one. It went off the entire three years and it continued to ring, ring, ring right up until your wedding day. And you ignored that? I told women a long time ago that intuition is real. See, God gives women intuition. 
And the reason he gives women intuition, unlike he gives it to men, is because it's women's device that he awarded them to help protect them from the hunter, which is us. So when we come with the hunting, with the bait, the games, the traps, and sometimes the lies, your bells and alarm clock that goes off is called your intuition. It goes off to alert you, danger, danger. <laughs> now, if you ignore that, then we have this letter. Look on back on things. The signs was there that he was a cheater. It was all there. We had sex three, four times a week. I was near enough to think that is satisfying. But when I was in the bathroom, he, he locked the door. He'd be in the shower a long time. His phone was always in his hand, hmm. his pocket. He stopped wearing his wedding ring. Told you he didn't want to damage it at work. Wow. Famous people don't have to wear wedding rings. Everybody know we married. <laughs> Regular people, you got to put that damn ring on. You can't go nowhere talking about you. You ain't. Because you, cause you're going to use that as the lie. When we come back, I'll continue this. This is not an enjoyable letter, though. I want you no. to know that. This is not an enjoyable letter for you that's <laughs> right, listening. Steve. I'm having a great time though, reading it. We'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. This subject, he got fired and put out of the house. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. The subject is he got fired and put out of the house. A title, a subject you don't like. It yeah, because it has nothing to do with the letter. This letter is about a woman who ignored her intuition. She was with this guy for six years, but the whole time he asked her to marry, she thought seconds. She thought about it over and over. She didn't like the idea. He pursued her heavily. For three years, he didn't marry her because she just had a feeling about it. Then... Uh, asked you to marry. She had doubts about this marriage all the way up to the wedding day because intuition works as God's uh, protective factor that he instilled in all women. It's called women's intuition. You all have it much, much sharper and better than men and it protects you from the game, the traps, and sometimes the lies. You have to not ignore the uh, intuition. But she said she always knew he was a cheater. She, the signs were there. They was having sex three, four times a week. Thought that was satisfying. But he go in the bathroom, lock the door, be in the shower a long time, phone in his hand, and uh, didn't wear his ring at work, didn't want to damage it. Then she says, but I found out he lies about everything. Here's what happened. He works as a logistics supervisor. This is important. Because if you're a logistics supervisor, that means... You should be good at logistics. Mm-hmm. That's what it symbolizes. Let me show you why he ain't got the job no more. Because in the letter it says he got fired and put out the house. And let me tell you why. Because he don't know nothing about no damn logistics. <laughs> and so here's what happened. He works for a delivery service. A driver didn't show up, so he had to cover the delivery route himself. He was driving a company vehicle, and he stopped, here we go, by a woman's home, and her husband came home and caught them having sex. Where is the logistics in that? Right. Right, Dude, I don't understand you going by another man's house to have sex with his wife. Man, where your room? Where you got to get control of something? The logistics is off right here. Now the husband come in and all hell break loose. So guess what? 
they got into a fight in the front yard. Mm. Bro, mm. first of all, you're not leaving that bedroom. Secondly, you're naked. It's hard to fight naked. I'm not giving you time to dress. Ain't none of this here. Right. But they fighting so hard in the front yard. I mean, y'all, they bugging so hard. This woman called the police. Let me tell you something. Do you know it take a police at least a few minutes? Yeah. Even in the best of neighborhoods, it's a three to five minute response time. I don't know where they're at, but let's just say they're in a great neighborhood. Response time is three to five minutes. Five minutes of ass woman? That's a long ass fight, dog. They fighting so hard that the police come and Mm. your husband had weed on him, so he got arrested. I didn't even know he smoked weed. What, do you have COVID? You can't smell? <laughs> oh, goodness. What is you? Come on, I mean, would you stop? You got to be having COVID. How the hell, you can't tell somebody been smoking weed. I don't smoke weed, but I know what weed smell like. Yeah. He got fired for having the marijuana in a company vehicle. What? Where's the logistics in this? I went to the jail to bail him out, but I heard what had happened, so I left him there. So you went to jail to bail him, baby. I got to get out. They found some weed in the car. But you got out there, so you got to ask the police as you offer a bail, what is he being charged with? Disorderly conduct, conduct fighting uh, domestic violence. What, what is domestic violence? Well, he was at a woman's house, and her husband came home. They was fighting in the yard. Why was he fighting my husband? <laughs> Well, because he came home early and he was over there. My husband is a logistics supervisor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where's the logistics in this? Well, that's because he ain't got no business as a damn supervisor. He got out the next day and all his clothes and personal belongings were packed in his car and I put the car on the street. I told him to leave and never come back. When I saw him at the divorce mediation, he got so mad that he admitted to having several women on the side. Where is the logistics in that? You already in here losing, dog. Now you coming in here to make sure you lose. How could he ruin my life like this? Your life isn't ruined. Your life has been saved. Right. Thank the Lord. The breakup is often the blessing. Now you're no longer married to a cheater. Will I ever be able to trust a man again? You won't be able to trust him again, but you can trust a man again. The man that walked in and his wife was having sex, will he be able to trust a woman again? I bet you he will. So after he got arrested and everything and all this here, man, he got fired from his job and all like that. It just, please advise, lady, the breakup is the blessing. You can't trust him again, but you can but this dude consistently makes stupid mistakes. And now you're away from him and you don't have to be a part of the stupid mistakes. It don't make no sense what he did. He's not a logical thinking person. So he's no longer the logistics supervisor. Right. And now you are free. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Go do you. All right. Hit us up on Instagram and Steve Harvey FM with your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter. And check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up next, Junior and Sports Talk. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, here we go. Junior and Sports Talk. It is that time. What you got, Junior? All right, Shirley. Uh, uh, Tommy, listen, man. What is going on with this Aaron Rodgers thing? You know, Aaron Rodgers po- uh, tested positive he for lied. COVID-19. And, uh, you know, he said he was immunized. And uh, everybody's a little upset at him, man, because they said he's not receiving the same backlash as y'all did Kyrie Irving. What, 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 what is this about, really? I mean, is it about the fact that he did, he it was him he lied or is he just was misleading? The same backlash is not the same as Kyrie Irving. First of all, they don't live on a state that has a vaccine mandate. The NFL policy is different from the NBA policy. So this ain't this ain't this is apples and oranges right here. The man said he was immunized because he took these other treatments because he says he's allergic to the things that's in the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Right. So he I don't said, know what they want to happen. He lied. Oh, and? <laughs> you know, because he was sitting in the, in the reporter room with no mask on talking because, you got you know, if you're not vaccinated, you got to have a mask on. So he said he was immunized, which we don't know how. And what is immunized? What is, what is, we, we don't what even what know. He, he came up with something. He took he some lied. vitamin C and some garlic cloves. Yeah. Right. So, you know, right. Some what zinc. he was taking. He had some chicken feet on his neck. You know, and, you know lemon water, steam. We don't know some, what he was know, taking. <laughs> so, Costumonious tea. You know, something like that. <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Also, some trouble in Cleveland. Uh-oh. What's, what happened oh. in Cleveland? Oh. Odell Beckham Jr. has been released by the Cleveland Browns. What? This is... This probably probably sucked up right here. Yeah, he he well he wasn't getting the ball thrown to him, and uh he said uh hey man I, I want out. He out. He been released by Cleveland Brown. Uh, I don't know how you felt about this news. Probably probably not huh. good. Wasn't now really the quarterback distraught. ain't working either, right? He out. Yeah. The what? Quarterback isn't he out right now too? Yeah, you know. But I just want excuse know, me. Uh, Baker Mayfield just played last week. I thought no, he, he didn't hurt. play last week. Did he, he, he didn't play. I don't think he played last week. He got a torn uh, labrum in his in his left he shoulder. He ain't played, Steve. Wait a minute. It's, excuse me, guys. Guys, huh? we're, we're here. <laughs> guys, he he didn't. Are you from Cleveland? Damn. Excuse me, guys. <laughs> didn't he play? I, I didn't watch your I didn't watch your game last week. I uh, don't know if excuse me, uh, just, Baker Mayfield had a shoulder injury. He came back. Okay. He's well, fine. A, You're confusing well, what about, your what about, team with our team. Y'all don't have a quarterback. Okay. Well, what about <laughs> Odell Beckham leaving the Browns? Are you upset about this? Cause Not what, really, what? because he wasn't a contributing factor to the offense. Okay. Well, you ain't upset about it. Cool. Well, well I hope you come back. And, I think and, they uh, underutilized him greatly. Oh, well, greatly. For sure. But I can't yeah, believe I can y'all discussing quarterbacks. <laughs> All the right, Texas? look, on that note, wow. we got to go. Jesus. Wow. <laughs> Coming up next, a Sierra story that will warm your heart for the ladies right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, singer Sierra admitted she thought she would be single for four years after her turbulent breakup with her son's father, Future. That was back in 2014. But in July of 2016, Sierra married Seattle Seahawks quarterback Russell Wilson, who recently became the highest paid NFL player. Now, this led millions of single ladies to ask Sierra just what she prayed for specifically to find true love with Russell. Sierra reveals the prayer on Summer Walker's upcoming album, and the single is named Sierra's Prayer. The prayer is long, but in it, Sierra is clearly hurt and praying 
that the next man she dates will be her husband. She wrote, and, and I'll paraphrase it, but and you'll get the message. Jesus, I need you. I'm hurting, but there's purpose in my pain. I need you to restore my faith and love. Give me strength. I know I can't do it all on my own. I'm tired. Cover and protect us, Lord. I pray the next man of my life will be my husband. I pray he loves me, leads me, guides me, reassures me. I pray that he holds me. I pray that I have everything I want and need in him. I pray he will love me the way that you love me. Lord, I'm ready. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, That was her prayer. Yeah. And a lot lot of women want to know, well, girl, how did you get them? What did you do? What was this prayer specifically? And so she laid it out, and you'll hear it on uh, Summer Walker's, like I said, upcoming album. The Lord does work. Yes, sir. (laughs) Prayer does work. Try to live without it. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's proof that it works. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, You have to believe that it works for you. See, you can't just go... See, when Sierra released this, it wasn't just for you to find out what she did. It's for you to see what can happen. Mm-hmm. But you now have That's to right. believe that it can happen for you. Mm-hmm. See, now you're not Sierra. Now, you're not going to get the highest paid quarterback in the league. You're not. He, she already has him. So you're <laughs> not going to get that one. But you can get a good man. And a good man don't have to make a million dollars. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Fact. Matter of fact, when Amen, she married <laughs> Russell, Russell became better. That's right. Mm-hmm. That that is He became thing. a better player, a better man, a better mm-hmm. quarterback, a better mm-hmm. father. Mm-hmm. He became a lot of stuff he is today. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of women I would suggest that you marry potential. Mm-hmm. But some women have a tendency to look past potential and look for for, for the end product. The right now. Well, the they want the right end now. product ain't always, look, man, you 30. What end product you got at 30? Ain't I don't know a lot of men finished and done at 30. I just don't. I don't know a lot of 30-year-old men who have arrived. I just don't. So I, my would suggestion would be to look for the potential in man and men, somebody that you can put together with your skill sets, and you all can develop something together. But you know what? Instead of fixing your uncle, here we go, Uncle Steve. Take your time. Be careful. Instead of fixing your hair, your lashes, your nails, mm-hmm. and your butt, which is all attractive bait. But. What you need to do is fix you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the person on the inside, inside. of you. Mm-hmm. Because as stupid as you think us men are, we still are looking for someone. Like a dude, I heard him on the internet the other day talking about, you very rarely see a man say, I want a woman to love me. Men really want a woman that's going to respect them. Mm-hmm. We're looking for a woman who will respect us, our hustle, our grind, our way, our wishes, our will. We equate that very seriously to love. But now I'm not saying those flashy outward things are not important because that's bait. Mm -hmm. But after we eat the bait, what is it? Mm. All right. Mm. All right. Mm. Words. 
Well spoken, Steve. Mm-hmm. We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey mm-hmm. Morning Show coming up at 20 minutes after, Jesus. right after no, this. He did. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, several talk show hosts are angling to become the queen of daytime talk. Um, since Ellen departs the show in the spring, you can add Jennifer Hudson to that list. Uh, she could follow in the footsteps of Kelly Clarkson, who's also an American Idol alum. Uh, Jay Hud shot a test show on the Ellen stage with the help of Ellen's producers. The pilot program is being shopped around in Hollywood. Uh, Warner Brothers would uh, syndicate the still unnamed show. So there you go. The studio interviewed about 30 people as potential replacements for the Ellen show. Insiders said that Jennifer Hudson became the obvious choice. Her show might take Kelly Clarkson's time slot when uh, she shifts into Ellen's hour when Kelly shifts to Ellen's time slot. So there you Let's go. Let's go, Jennifer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, Jay yeah, Hood. yeah. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Junior, it's okay. It's no, okay. No, we doing real no. good. We doing yeah, we real are. good. Yeah, we are. We are doing good. But we had, we was there, we was already there. I wish I would have saw Junior, we doing better. We're doing okay. better. Okay. All right. I know. We're doing I better. I remember mean, up to everybody come in the studio. He talked to us. I ain't like the damn talk. I really didn't. That's the only one I ain't care for. Mm-mm. Had to pack up and move cross country again. Hell no, Kenny. Junior, I'm it. And it's up. <laughs> All right, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show <laughs> coming up. We'll do a round of Would You Rather right after this at 33 minutes after. I ain't that kind of Christian. I ain't that type of Christian. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it's time for a round of Would You Rather. Guys, would you rather drink nothing but prune juice for B. five days? B. <laughs> or would you rather drink nothing but black coffee for 30 days? Oh, B. Oh. B. I'm you tr- nothing but black coffee for 30 days. Wait a minute. You mean you mean that's the only thing you can have? Yes, yes. Drink nothing but prune juice, prune juice for five days or drink nothing but Wait a minute. You can't have no food? Days. Just drink. That's prune. all you can do is drink. Come on over here and be regular with me. Prune. Oh, you ain't. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're not finna no be regular. <laughs> No, you, you, Just five no, days. You not finna be regular with nothing but. That's <laughs> an ugly. You can't eat nothing. Just drink. Just drink mm-hmm. prune juice. Well, days. coffee has no nutritional value to it. So mm. then you take prune. That prune juice, though. <laughs> You're so clean. <laughs> Please. Yeah, I'm at, yeah, but I'm gonna quit working. I'm gonna take a week off. I got to call in sick because you're gonna be sick. <laughs> you gonna be sick. <laughs> Everything be, whistling though. Dog, I'm gonna be I'm gonna I'm gonna be walking around with a beach towel on. <laughs> yeah. If you got to drink that. yourself a colonoscopy almost. <laughs> Ooh, that's a, what else, Shirley? All right. When you wanted something to eat, here we go. Would you rather eat two whole pumpkin pies or eat two whole turkeys? That's easy. Turkey. Two whole pumpkin pies. Pumpkin, not sweet potato, yeah. pumpkin. That ain't rude, that ain't right. Mm-hmm. I'm on them turkeys, though. Over two whole turkeys? Them big old legs? Oh, wait, are you talking about, are you talking about in a certain time frame? <laughs> you got conditions. I, with you. I mean, I, I can't, nobody eating two turkeys you can't sit sitting. down and eat two of them pies. 
You can't do either one. <laughs> so are you saying you got to start eating until you finish? Yeah. Would either you two rather, pumpkin yeah. pies or two turkeys. Yeah. Okay. Pies. Okay. Not I'm going to take the two. I'm going to take the two pumpkin pies. Because yeah, I can right. finish that in a day. Okay. And I eat the other one tomorrow, and then I get back on track. Them okay. turkeys, dog. Mm, that's that's, 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 that's a lot of food. That dry that's ass turkey clogged. breast. That's clogged. Okay. Yeah. I'm over Two there with the turkey. I can't stand pumpkin pie, though. I'll be over there. It's all. I can't. I don't, I don't like it over sweet potato it. pie. It ain't trifling, though. I know who to get to make it. <laughs> Listen to this. Don't get the pumpkin pie dentist that they have for us. Uh, I don't know who made that, but do not get the pumpkin pie dinners that come with the Thanksgiving dinner. I ate it in 92. I was homeless. 92. I had it. I ain't had it since. It stuck with me. 1992, the pumpkin pie for the $1.99 Thanksgiving special, West Palm Beach, Florida. I had it. I almost killed myself. Coming up next. Our last break of the day, and we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here we are, our last break of the day on this Monday. It's been a good day. Um, our prayer is still going out to everyone in Houston, and uh, the investigation continues, and um, we'll keep you posted for sure. Yes, Praying wow. for the victims and their families. Yes, sir. Mm. So here's the deal, guys. Uh, my closing remarks are in, in light of encouragement. You know, I, I just, I can't tell you all how important it is to never give up. I can't tell you how important it is to put forth a max effort. The importance of starting uh, for not being a procrastinator, it's just so important that you give it your all every day you wake up. That That's what I'm, I'm trying to get people to understand, to give it your all every day you wake up. Waking up is a gift. You can do something with that gift. You can take every day to move closer to a goal, ambition, or a dream. You can take every day to better yourself. You can use the time in each day to better your situation. Instead of taking a negative approach, oh, I don't know what's going to happen. I want You got to do something. You know, people talk about a lot of losses I've had in my life and career. You know, people, you know, trolls is out there. Oh, I can't, oh, he got this cancer. Oh, this happened to him. I can't believe he gave that crown to the wrong one. He 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 said this. I can't believe he went up there and saw so-and-so. He do this. He do that. I've, I've heard that my entire career. And I have learned the older I get, I've learned some things. And you know what I've learned, y'all? I would rather fight and lose than to just give up. I would rather try and fail at something than to quit. I would rather lose and not win than to never have played the game. And I don't and, and for all the haters out there, I don't care. You're not even in the arena. 
You're not even actually involved. You're a bystander. And you know what that simply breaks down to? You're standing by. And ain't neither one of them productive. You standing, you ain't moving. You by, that means you're on the sideline. I would rather fight and lose than to quit. I would rather try and fail than to give up. I would rather lose and not win than to never have played the game. Do you understand something, man? You waking up every day putting forth a maximum effort, there is a benefit to being in your maximum effort zone. Do you know when you wake up and you put forth a maximum effort that it produces growth? When you put forth a maximum effort, it produces experience. And when you put forth a maximum effort, it produces results. Yeah, but you failed, though. Oh, that's true. But guess what happened while I was failing? I was growing. I was gaining experience. I was seeing some results. So now when I go and I fight again, I'll get closer to the win. If I try again, I'll get closer to the success. I'm always trying to win. Even when it look like I'm losing. Losing is a part of it, man. Name me one person that's successful that has not lost. You know how many people won championships that came off the heels of a severe injury? Do you know people who win comeback player of the year? The only, the only way you can win comeback player of the year is he, he, you make a comeback. People, I can't believe they gave him comeback player of the year. You haven't played or came back. He did both. That's how he got comeback player of the year. Uh, here he go, going to try something else. I guess we'll see how long that one lasts. you doggone right I'm going to try something else. Because if you don't try nothing else, you can't get no benefit from it. You can't get nothing unless you put forth the effort. You can't get results. You can't get growth. You can't gain no experience. And there is no chance of you winning. I'm going to take a chance to see if I can win. I promise you that. Make them watch you. See, listen to me, y'all. You know the reason they talking about y'all? Is because you keep doing something. If you don't want nobody to talk about you, go sit down somewhere and be nothing. You're nothing to write about. There ain't no haters got nothing to talk about. The headlines ain't got nothing to talk about. The blogs ain't got nothing to talk about. The news channels ain't got nothing to talk about. Go over there and sit down and be nothing. But man, I make them watch me. I make them have to see what God can do for me. I'm a living witness that God can do anything. I'm a living witness that when one door closes, all you got to do is walk up the hall. But you can't walk up the hall unless you make the effort to go up the hall. A lot of people ain't even in the hall. They done sat down and looked down there talking about this dog down there. Which one of them doors is mine? Why don't you go down there and see? They always going through doors getting something. You ain't even in the hall. Start walking up the hall, man. Put forth an effort, y'all. And don't be discouraged when you don't win because I'd rather fight and lose than to give up. I'd rather fail and try than to quit. And I'd rather lose and not win than to have never played the game. 
that I'll give you something to write about. Just watch me. Those are my closing remarks. Enjoy yourself today. God loves you. God willing, we'll see y'all tomorrow. Holla at you. Bye. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 